know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you. So let's get started. Ah, welcome back to the Heart Sing Podcast, a very special episode. Not only is it the anniversary episode, it's been one year. I can't believe it. If you're just finding me, I probably haven't been in your ear a year. But for those of you that have been here from the start with me, oh my gosh, what a road trip, right? Literally and figuratively. I want you to know something else special about today's podcast. I'm doing something that I have yet to do on the podcast, and I'm doing this totally unscripted. I actually had something all planned out for today, and I had this session with a few other women this morning. Babs was in the group, and a woman that, uh, Lisa McKenzie, that was leading a business woo workshop, like a, you, where you meet up with other spiritual business leaders and you work for the hour. And so I showed up not quite knowing what to expect. And I had all this work I had planned to do. And it turns out we weren't there to work. <laughs> and this has kind of been the story of my year, right? And I told them, I just laughed. I said, now I just have to redo the whole podcast, you know, because it's all been about this seeking something more and finding of these women rising all around us and finding each other and meeting and helping each other and guides, mentors, sidekicks, friends, like you name it. And since I've discovered I've been on this heroine's journey, not a hero's journey where it's solo, right? The heroine's journey where it's in the idea of collecting people along your journey that are going to help move you forward toward that end goal and you realize that it's not totally up to you alone to get there alone. That there are people that are going to come along to show you, to teach you, to mentor you. And there's going to be people by your side to do it with you. And there's going to be people that you bring along for the ride as well. And there'll be some people that just come in and out for a brief moment. But that it's all part of this magic destiny to do this thing we are all here doing. And what this podcast is about and what the sisterhood has become about, for me, about us seeking that something more. And we were talking today about how it was so great for us all to be there and come from completely different perspectives and have different opinions on things. And no one try to fix anything, but just hold the space and hear and be open to just supporting each other and being in a place where we can talk about these deep things. And I hope that that is how you feel here on this podcast, that it's starting to open your mind perhaps even more to this field of infinite possibilities of starting to really dream big and dream beyond what we thought was possible even the day before. I know so many of you that are doing it from women in my sisterhood, from 
listeners that have reached out to tell me about the impact that it's had, just getting them thinking and to thank me for doing this. And I want to take this time to thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling me when something has hit home for you. Thank you for the honor of being in your ear. It really means the world to me. And to be able to use my voice and know that it could perhaps impact just the way someone thinks about something is really magical. It's amazing. I'm so grateful. I actually stepped out of my fear and started the podcast. It was on the agenda for at least a year. Let's talk about that a little bit. Maybe we start there. And I'm just going to kind of go through the year with you just in reminiscence, like I'm talking to you know, you, my friend, like we're on a Marco Polo or something. So it's going to be maybe a little more rambly than usual, but hang in there with me. And let's just take the journey over the last year. I just can't believe it. Everything that's happened. If you remember last year, I was in Michigan. The universe had put me in this RV, isolated during COVID, during a pandemic, it was like pretty perfect. And I was going to the Chopra Center for meditation training. And I ended up spending so much time in spiritual reflection that summer, just on my yoga mat, just being like, what am I doing? And show me the way and asking to be led because I felt so uncomfortable in everything I was doing. And the podcast was one of those things, stepping away from my perfectionism and getting something done, but also wanting it to be good and quality content because I was teaching things and I needed places to refer people to. Oh, hey, you can do an everyday adventure list. Go listen to episode XYZ. I'll put it in the show notes, whatever that one is, you know, so that there was a place to go that all these things that we've been doing in my sisterhood for over a couple of years that have really impacted how we live our lives and has become commonplace that when we have new sisters come and join us, that there's a place where our lingo will all come together. And that was the initial intention along with inspiring people to meditate. Of course, I really hadn't intended when I started the Chopra Center to teach meditation, I went to further my own knowledge. And then I was like, Oh my gosh, I can actually teach this. What does this look like? If I add this in as part of my business as part of how I help people expand that space to reach this field of infinite possibilities. And it came from there, right? And so as I'm on this rug in the in the in my magic carpet in the middle of nowhere, begging to just be shown, you know, it was like start the podcast, start the podcast. And I was getting all the red flags on the book. Nope, not that, not that, the podcast. So I buckled down and I got the podcast in um my friend Heather, I was uh, at her house part of the time parked and I go around Michigan. I ended up in my home state, traveling the state for the summer and the fall. And it was just amazing. I don't think I had experienced Michigan like that as a child, even at summer camp. It was really, really a special summer and fall. And I want to get back up there. But I had so much support on that journey. You know, Heather's son helped me do the audio. I figured out how to record. And I eventually told myself, 
taught myself how to record and edit, but he edited for me and I would send it over and he'd edit and send it back to me. And, you know, there's just people that will come from everywhere to help you. And Heather was one of those too, such an old, a dear old friend of mine. And that was there to support me during that time. And I was like, yes, you know, I'm open and not feeling like I have to do everything myself for a change. That is one of the biggest changes that's happened to me over these past few years on this heroine's journey, right? Because I was on the hero's journey. I can do this all. I'm going to do it myself, right? Stepping forward into this big epic adventure and I don't need anyone's help. This time I was like, help me, help me. And it's made all the difference. Now I've been open and I have had so many people come into my life. Think about this podcast alone, who you've met, right? And how about my spirit guides and meeting Renee Spears and working on abundance? It's a huge part of my journey this year. In addition to starting my meditation practice. So this year I started the podcast and then I start, I le- I've led three me first groups going through the process that I've created to help people be on that same conversational level as we are in the sisterhood as they come in. So then we can expand from there. And so I think I'm finally at figuring out the best way to do that. And I've done that three times this year, created new each time as I'm seeing what's working and what's not working and really tweaking it so that I can be sure when, you know, my book's published and this huge and thousands of you guys want to come in the sisterhood that we're ready, you know, that we can handle this because it's so amazing, right? The meditation with the combination of the habits and the planning and the soul conversation and the and the talking about food too and how we take care of our bodies, like all of it, like where do you do all of that? And how do you do it and bring everyone in on the same page to do it all together. That's been the quest and the adventure. And none of it is about the weight loss, as everyone says, but it is too, because as we get still and get to know our bodies, that is where we can really, we start to hear our emotions are in our intuition, our heart space. Over these past, oh gosh, 110 pounds now, right? There's been weight gains, weight losses, You've been listening to the podcast. You know about my food is fuel journey. If you're new to it, it's really been my quest to become the person that can just fuel her body, that there doesn't have to be all this drama around food. And I've seen it happen with myself already when I eliminate flour and sugar. I don't have the crazy cravings. I can walk by stuff. Like I can see it's possible. And a a few other things happened this year. I'm also right now today in the middle of that 72 hour fast that I had said I was going to do. I wanted to do a complete spiritual fast, but alas, I was creating lots of things. So I am not going totally silent inside of myself, but I am doing no food. No, um, I'm doing bulletproof coffee in the morning for three days and fasting for these three days. And I'm on almost 48 hours, and I feel incredible. I have more energy today than I did yesterday, than I did the day before. I want to go run around the block, and it's pouring like cats and dogs out here. (laughs) But I kind of feel like I might have to. I have like this pent-up energy that my body 
has access to because it's not processing all this food and it's cleansing in itself. And it's just so beautiful to know that that's part of how we were made too, that this is okay. And that was just a recent part of my journey. You know that I, oh my gosh, I didn't need food all those times a day, I thought. But so there was the food journey, the meditation journey, and the soul quest. You know, in the podcast, you can see me kind of going through that, right? At the beginning, we're talking about the foundational things, the habit stacking, and my story, and um, planning, and mindset tools, Einstein time, all of that. And then we get into the more spiritual, you know, I'm going through the limbs of yoga. I'm deep into my meditation practice and setting that up. And then we're transitioning into spirit guides and abundance and then fear and courage as I'm stepping in to write the book. I guess I'm coming into this next big step of writing my story in a way that will hopefully inspire others to just seek. And, you know, as we're all doing this and I'm seeing this happen in my sisterhood, I'm seeing it happen from listeners, but we have just this week, we had a new welcome ceremony in Morgaya, someone, one of the sisters that's really stepping into using her voice. And I mean, literally her voice, why this woman has not been a professional singer her entire life. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to you, Morgaya. It's incredible. I'm like, we are so doing a theme song. Like, we are all over that. Right. And then we've got Anne Diamond and Paula Lightseeker that you've heard me talk about before that are both pursuing their light work and their ways and what following their pathways, you know, and pulling on her Reiki background and going in the Chopra Center and, and Paula doing going to Chopra too and getting into the meditation and going through her health certification and just stepping into the unknown and seeking. Just so powerful. And then like Stacia, who is getting her life, just got her life coaching certificate. I think the last time we talked, I was like, what do you really want to do? She's like, I'm just, I'm scared. But what I really want to do is coach these troubled kids and their parents as they're going through this. Like, well, why aren't you doing it? I had the fear and she just kept dreaming and building that future self. The next thing I heard from, I was like, Hey, Stace, where you been, man? She was like, Oh my gosh, my honey bought me the life coaching school certificate. And she just graduated. Like, yes, the power of daring to think, what if, what would it look like if I did do that? Black Onyx just this past week, like really redefining where she's going with her career. And making big changes and epic steps to move and setting boundaries for herself. And they're big moves, big moves for all of these women. And there's so many more. And I know I'm forgetting people because I'm just speaking off the top of my head here. But I just wanted to say, it's not just me stepping into it, right? And it's when you do it with a band of sisters or, or people, right? When you do it around, oh, this is good, you guys. I read in The Artist's Way this past week about, it's it's in the back in the appendix, and Julia Cameron's talking about clusters and building groups to do The Artist's Way with. And she says in there, it's really important to get your support system in place and to have people, when you're a creative, when, and we're all creators, whether you're like a painter or a writer or you're making a business plan, 
right? We are creators when you're using that energy and that gift you were given and you're putting art into the world, you're making something new. You are creating something from within you. That is, that is art. It's creation. Julia Cameron says in the book about finding your people that are going to be believing mirrors. I'm like this. This is what we are, you guys. Believing mirrors. Find your mirrors. When you get that big dream, you find the people that are going to say, yeah, girl, you go. You sing at the top of your lungs because you are magnificent. You find those people that are going to cheer and root you on and aren't going to be like, but how are you going to do that? But what if this happens? No, no, no. You don't expose those big dreams to those people. I did a whole episode on that. No, you find your believing mirrors. And you stay with your believing mirrors and you gather more of them. Isn't that a cool thing to think about believing mirrors? So this past year, I found even more believing mirrors, right? I just met two more this morning, Lisa and Amanda. And of course, Babs being there, she's a great believing mirror. And that's one of the gifts Babs gives to me, um, one of my dear friends that you guys probably are familiar with, but that she's just always believed so hard. And it's never been a doubt or, and if she'll bring me any critique about anything, it's with full belief in me always, which is just a fantastic combination to have in a friend. And of course, my aunt, right? Mary Sparkinator, the biohacker. I don't know if anyone has believed in me as much as she has, with the exception of my own mother, probably. And so just allowing myself to be open to guidance to be open to not having to be everything all the time, to be open to receiving love and joy and abundance from others, and that it doesn't always have to be me giving it. It's just huge, huge lessons and learning points for me this year that just aren't even spoken in about when I talk about a food journey or even my soul quest really, really goes in with that heroine's journey. You know what else was huge this year, you guys, was finishing the Me First Guide, the planner I created. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And now I'm doing like a different version every season, adding to it, additions, upgrades. But I literally taught myself graphic design because I couldn't explain to people what I wanted. And I realized in that process, one of my zone of geniuses comes in When I create something like that, it's like when I start to create and I put things in paper and move them around and I start to get these ideas. And once I gained the skills, once I taught myself the skills that I got better and better at this designing it, then I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go create that right now. I can now I can put these ideas into action myself instead of trying to explain them to somebody else. No, not like that, like this like this, but not yet knowing what I wanted to say because it wasn't yet created. That's huge for me. The planner was just so big and it's the foundation of like, it gives us a commonality 
in the sisterhood, but it also helps guide us. Just this morning, <laughs> this is might sound a little arrogant for those of you that don't know me, or maybe just is, maybe I just am. I don't know. Drop a comment about that. Uh, yeah, so I posted this morning when I posted my plan and on the thread, and maybe it was yesterday, I was like, you know, I'm at a five again. This process is amazing. Whoever created this, you are awesome. <laughs> I was like, thank you, universe. Because really the creation, once we can honor and know that the creation comes from that space with, from that energy within us, that we're these co-creators, that we don't have to walk around being all humble and stuff, that we can be like, yeah, I did that. I'm glorifying my I am. I'm glorifying the universe, God, life force, energy, whatever you want to call this magical stuff, right? When you create, you are glorifying that. My mom used to say that to me all the time. You know, when you swim, you're out there glorifying God, she would say. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay, mom, whatever, right? But now I get it. I get what she was saying. I was in flow, right? When I was like, my body just like was the stroke. The swimmer becomes the stroke, you know, the painter becomes the paint. What is it that you are going to become? What is it that wants to flow from you? What are you here to create? And who's going to believe in you as you seek creating it or maybe even start to dream about what it is? Who are those believing mirrors for you? And are you open to help on your trip? What about that? I closed myself off from knowledge for so long being a know-it-all. I look back, I'm like, wow, I'm real know-it-all. And I think I still have pieces of, the, of that in me now. But now I, I see myself and I'm like, wait a second. You, the more I know, the less I know. You know that saying, you guys. And how true is that? Like the, the more we find out, it's like, whoa. So I'm not close to anything anymore. Like I'm willing to believe it all, especially after experiencing the knowing that feeling within me that, oh, there's the something more. It was within me all along, just waiting for me to be still and to be open enough to hearing and feeling and allowing my body to feel so key for me on this path to get in tune and allow my body to feel and to feel the radiance. Oh, what else from this year, you guys? I can't. I've had an amazing year with my daughters, with Millie in Hawaii, who is doing amazing things at her new school, and she is just shining and radiant. And I'm so, so proud of her. And let's talk about that for a second because that was a big deal, right? Me being here in the mainland and my daughter in Hawaii, what kind of mother does that? Do you know how much I had to overcome with that the first year I started out? All the self-judgment, the what is everyone thinking of me? What if, what if I'm doing something wrong by her by being over here? And all of the thoughts, right? And then it was just like, she is just fine right where she is. What if I can be an even better mom from over here? What would it look like? What would I do? Well, I'd become adventure mom. <laughs> I'd get an RV and I'd show her the country. Things kids in Hawaii don't get to experience. I would make sure that every single moment we had together is special. I would make sure we have a bond unlike any other mom and daughter has ever seen. And you know what? I think we're pretty darn close. It's pretty magical. And we talk about mini slayer. 
you know, my mini me, my best friend, my heart, my soul, my sidekick. Ah, my soul's here right now as I'm talking about my kids. And just think of all the adventures I've had with them this year. Traveling the country and taking them to new places and getting COVID with Mini Slayer and being (laughs) cancooned together for a month. Oh my gosh. Wow. That was, that was something. Let me tell you in her little one bedroom apartment, right? But at least we were together. It could have been totally boring if uh, we weren't together. Oh my gosh. And how about last year? So on the way home from Michigan, get this. So I leave Michigan to escape the cold. And I managed to hit some massive ice storm in the south, in New Mexico. There were ice spirals off my um, hubcaps, like three inches long. The funny part about that, of course, is I was leaving Michigan to escape the cold and my pipes freezing. (laughs) What timing, what timing. So on the way, though, I stopped by and did a surprise buzz by one of my favorite people, Ounce, uh, from the sisterhood. And she wasn't there, but it was so fun. I did this live, hey, I'm sneaking up on her house and... Uh, you know, I left uh, this little plaque I had made there, and now it makes its rounds around the sisterhood. It gets passed as as we meet each other around the country, but it said heart sing, and it's got a little camper on it, and uh, it might have said something about dreams or something on there, too. But so anyhow, that was a ton of fun. And Ounce is stepping into another chapter for her. She's going to go get her meditation certificate. I tell you guys, this stuff is so powerful. It's like once you experience it, you're like, okay, I want to seek more. I want to know more. And I don't know if maybe this is my total path for me, but I'm going to go seek and I'm going to find until I do find the path. What interests me? What am I open to? And so Alice is very methodical about things. And she did a ton of research. So when she said she was going to Chopra too, I was like, good, because I'm one that I just follow my heart, right? I'm like, I'm there, I'm there. And Alice had done TM at the beginning when I did. And so we've been practicing together and she's almost at her goal weight. Alice, I don't know, how much have you lost now? Like 150 or something? Like, I don't even know if you know it's so big at this point. And so, you know, just us knowing the power of that foundation of the meditation, how it plays into everything. And we can see the difference, you know, only 1% of people that attempt weight loss are successful at it. Why? Why we ask ourselves, right? Yes, it's all this mind work, but is there something more? And is it in the something more? Think about the excitement of that. What if it is just about being still? about sitting on your butt and saying a mantra. (laughs) Crazy, I know. But I got to tell you, for me, it is also about the magic pages and the plan. And, you know, I know I'm still on a spiritual quest. And I will be going to Dr. Joe Dispenza's thing next. I want to like check that out and amplify that. Mary's in my ear buzzing about that all the time. So I'm going to go check that out some more because I do love his work and I love the scientific approach to things as well as the spiritual side. I love, you just give me all of it now because I, I, I need more information, right? 
So anyway, now I'm probably just rambling, but so I stopped and I saw Alex on the way back and I spent way a lot of time in Phoenix because uh, my catalytic converter got stolen. I did an episode on that, right? Like just knowing that it was the universe just showing me a different path because I was actually headed to go to take a silent vow in the desert. And it was like, ah, nope, you're going to stay here. You're not going anywhere. And then converters got on back order. It was a whole thing. So I ended up staying in Phoenix quite a while and sitting in a lot of discomfort when I just wanted to pack up and and move and run on an adventure somewhere. And it was like, nope, you're going to stay here and you're going to create, you're going to finish creating this, the meditation groups and the meditation courses, and you're going to get this foundation built. You're still building the runway. We're still completing this part of the cycle that you've set out. And you guys, I'm seeing crows again. You know how I am about my signs. <laughs> and I'm seeing, I'm like seeing the crows. I'm seeing the crows. And I know I'm at the cusp again of something ending and coming again. And when it birds inside of me is going to explode in this big aha, as you guys hear, <laughs> as they come along. And I'll be sure to just keep telling you about them. You know, just like I do all year. That's the point. I want you to see it in action and also so you can feel my, I have no idea most of the time what I'm doing. I have a vision. I have a dream. I, I make plans and I live in daily action and I step into a lot of fear and have a lot of courage and I practice courage because that's what gets me to that next spot. And I just say, okay, universe, show me. I was in a bit of a ball today, in a bit of like just a tizzy. And after I got off my last coaching call, which was just amazing, like we just had the most amazing group call together and we were doing some dark side work. And to just see these women all coming together and sharing was, it's just so powerful. And so I finished and like, all right, let's just, what does our soul have to say today? Right? Like what? get still ad. I got down, I did a, a mudra meditation, and then I went into my primordial sound meditation. And it was like, just speak the pod, just speak the podcast, just talk it from your heart. And so that's how we ended up here today. One year of the Heart Sing podcast, one year of meeting even more amazing women of creating more and more tools of figuring out really how to dial into that zone of genius and how to write. You know, the podcast taught me how to write, how to sit and write 4,000 words every week, which I also did this week. And I'm not telling you any of them. <laughs> I guess I have a podcast for next week. <laughs> but so it taught me how to sit and be a disciplined writer. It's what the podcast taught me. And so the universe saying, Nope, do the podcast, do the podcast, and me seeing the doors close to the book, and now being like the book's open, the book's open, and me wanting to go do these other things in the universe, being like, nope, it's closing doors. It's like, do the book, do the book. It's just in my head, and just like listening and dialing into that voice. Do you hear in yourself when you're going on the right path and when you're not? So much of this journey for me has really been finding that trust in myself to to know this is my this is my the yes in my body this is the right move i'm making and it's only come through me stepping into discomfort from heading into that uncertainty and you know sometimes i head there even with the yes and it turns out to not work 
But there's always a reason. There's always a lesson. There's always something I was to learn on that path, even if it was, if it was an end, right? If it didn't go anywhere from there, I learned something else. And that's happened with like courses I've taken, groups I've joined, that it was right in that moment. And then we move on from it. And I think that's the nature of it too. But this abundance work I did this year and this learning more about manifestation and the powers of that. I kept saying all year, what, Colorado, Hawaii, and Oregon, that I wanted to go to these places. And financially, it just didn't seem possible. It didn't even logistically seem possible because of the RV. And I was creating all this stuff and all these things going on. And what happens? My aunt's like, hey, come to Colorado. You know, we got this place. You have your own room, all of that stuff. I'm like, don't have to tell me twice. I'm there. And then my friend Kendra in Hawaii, hey, you know, come watch our house for us. You can use the car, do all that stuff. See Millie, for, hang out for a while. Done. And don't forget the young Jedi coming on that trip. How magnificent was that? And her really stepping into herself and uncovering what her magic in the world is. How fun is it to watch her journey? So she's on this fast with me right now. And it's interesting because she's been she's gained some weight and she's publicly said, okay, I'm going to lose 90 pounds this year, right? She's the young Jedi. This is what she's doing. And she's going to show everyone as she's doing it. And so she just went through this period where she gained some weight. And I'm like, look, yes, that's perfect. You're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Now go tell everyone about it and tell them how you're going to get out of it. Because that's what we do. You gain weight, you get back up, you figure what you, what you need to do next and keep going, right? And we don't go back to what always used to work before. You know, I'm not going back to Weight Watchers because I lost 50 pounds on it five years ago, you know? And what are those pieces of what did work for you that you need to bring in now, but how can you mix it up to maybe make it a little more interesting? I mean, has it gotten stale? Has it gotten old? What do we need to do? Are you listening to the podcast you like in your ear? You know, just those simple little switches of things can take you out of the mindset. That's why when you're all in on a goal, if you shift that content that's being put into your into your head, into your space, it will shift your focus, right? And so sometimes I think we don't truly realize the power of that, that we say we want this weight loss goal, but yet we want to spend all our time focusing on, you know, my spiritual growth. And when I do, when I take my eye off having some of these, like learning more about my gut health or learning more about this part of my food journey that I'm on, when I don't balance it with some of that, I can, I see my eye get off that ball. And that's what had happened to young Jedi because she dove into some spiritual stuff and she's going to still keep diving there. But when your focus is that weight loss goal, to where do you want your focus and how do you get it back there? And what does it look like? And how do we get a reset? So really fascinating. I think I want to do um, something with her coming up where we're talking about this process as she's getting a little farther in on her journey. But it's it's a lot of fun to watch because when you're publicly saying, hey, I'm going to lose 90 pounds. Hey, I'm going to fast for three days. You know, we were um, talking in one of our coaching calls, Jazz and I, and I was like, look, you know, we told everyone we're not going to eat. So we're not going to eat. So you might as well just tell your brain to forget it. 
<laughs> like, you know, it can just go the other way because you're not you're not going to eat. So you're just going to tell it to dine in and we're going to be fine. And both of us have said at the 48 hour mark, we don't even like feel hungry. You know, like it's just it's it's incredible. Our bodies are incredible. Okay. That's a bit of a ramble too. So thanks for hanging in there on my unscripted podcast. And for all my sisters out there, everyone in the sisterhood, all the amazing witches and bitches in my life, throughout my life, my friends. Now, I feel like I'm giving like an Oscar speech or something. Look, I just know there's so many people I didn't mention that have just meant the world. The new girl, the new girls, the new women coming in, you know, Dragonfire, Heartfire, Freebird, and Cynthia Sweetness. All of you guys coming in, just so special. And Sunfire, oh my gosh, are you stepping into that dream or what? I can see you on that beach already, sister. I can feel your feet in the sand. And Spicy Ginger, oh, you got the house going. Everything is rolling into place, sister. You got this. Sharpshooter, you just keep getting back up over and over, sister, over and over. And something is better than not this. And it is so amazing to watch you from that first fire you dared to go live with me back in the PNP groupies three years ago to now. And we're still doing this together. And I get to know you all each better each week. It's really amazing. SS Sage getting back on the horse, literally. So fun and amazing to watch. Jam, you are doing just fine. You are right where you're supposed to be. Nothing but magic. Sharon showing up every day with that plan, sister. Bridget, Rio. Oh my gosh, you guys. I'm so excited for you to level it up for to the next level upcoming in this quarter and stoking our fires and all of the women in the sisterhood that I didn't get a chance to mention on here. Just know that I love you and you are my believing mirrors. You all are. Whoever is listening to this right now, thank you for being a believing mirror. You listening is like saying, yes, I hear you, Slayer. I hear you. We can do it. We can do these things. We can dream big. We can move mountains. We can dare to believe that we can become and then we can be whatever we want. Thanks for celebrating one year of the Heart Sing podcast with me. If you have not, you know what it would be a great gift? A review, a share with a friend, anything along those lines. Greatly appreciated. If you did not get to learn meditation yet, I will be doing a course upcoming in November. So make sure you get to my meditation link, get in that free course. If the date doesn't work for you, please just send an email to slayer at namaslayer.com and I will check out some scheduling for you because I've got a few things I'm moving around and that will probably always be the case because I plan as long as Namaslayer is around that we always have some form of meditation instruction going around and that being part of the path to the me first process and just part of our culture and, and what we do at, to at least have the understanding of it. And then you work it in as a habit as you can work it in. So without further ado, my lovely witches and bitches, go forth, slay the week. And until next week, Slayer out. <laughs>